0: You are now listening to the Yoga Bliss with Shelly podcast. Welcome to Yoga Bliss with Shelly. I am your yogi, friend, sister, Reiki master, mama of three, and all around optimist and healer of life, awakened being, Shelly Bond. Today, my friends, I am feeling super compelled to talk about the comfort zone. Dun dun dun. Let's let's get into this. What does this mean? Hmm, our comfort zone. Why do so many of us want to stay in our comfort zone? And why is it so hard for us to get out of our comfort zone? I've personally experienced so much of my life trapped in the comfort zone. And it's only when I go and dig into the discomfort that being comfortable with being uncomfortable is when I've grown exponentially. So join me, my friends. Hello, beautiful you. How are you today? I've missed you. I love this outlet with sharing with Yoga Bliss with Shelly. I am here rocking and rolling, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, like starting this podcast. So many people would say, how would you be nervous about starting a podcast? Um, because it's huge. Starting this podcast was this huge mental feat. And I had to get so uncomfortable, you guys, to even be here to be an active part of this. And even just recording my voice onto this program on my computer wasn't enough. I had to get super uncomfortable with learning new things, which has been one of my lifelong self-limiting beliefs that I am getting closer to just shedding that, that I'm not smart enough. Because guess what? Anytime any of us tries anything new, of course we're not going to feel confident. We're not gonna feel smart enough because we don't know it. It's unchartered water. Think of a baby learning how to crawl, a baby learning how to walk, they have no idea what they're doing. But us as parents, we encourage them and we encourage them and we don't just give up on them and say, well, I guess you're never going to crawl or you're never going to walk. I mean, maybe there's parents like that. But I definitely wasn't one of those. I was like, you can do it. You can do it. And I would try Day after day, I was their biggest cheerleader. Ah, This weekend, you guys, was so incredible. I got to be a part of this amazing... It was called The Spark Summit. My soul sister, Stephanie James, who has an incredible podcast. If you haven't tuned in, she's a psychotherapist with over 30 years of clinical experience. And she's my soul sister, Twin Flame. And she's had a podcast called The Spark with Stephanie James. And for the last two years, and she had, she calls it her downloads, her, when spirit, the divine is completely guiding her. We had been practicing off and on together, doing Misa Hopkins, who was at the conference, her holding meditation, which is this incredible meditation, where you learn how to, you hold space for yourself. And you're holding space for that darkness within, although most of us, including myself, have been trained to think that darkness is a bad thing. But this lovely soul, Misa Hopkins, who is an author of The Root of All Healing and just this incredible healing, amazing soul. And she just opened up my eyes to this aspect that we have this light and this darkness for a reason. And when we can learn how to hold space for our darkness, we can just be and heal exponentially. Stephanie had just finished this holding meditation, which you can actually download online for free. I'm sure you can find it somewhere on the web. It's Misa, M-I-S-A Hopkins, H-O-P-K-I-N-S, and it's the holding meditation. And Stephanie got this download to invite all of her guests from her show and bring them to Fort Collins, Colorado, into a space and to have this day of personal growth, of spirituality, of connectedness, of healing. And ah, it was so exciting. And it was one of those things where Stephanie, my incredible friend, she had to step into the wicked discomfort. She had to step into the fire, so to speak. The fire this... Again, this unchartered area that we don't usually go into, she didn't know how she was going to do any of these things. Even the, the thought of, of putting this together was, that was severely uncomfortable, but she led with heart and she allowed herself to be just guided through her intuition. In six months of planning and taking action and getting seriously comfortable with being uncomfortable and doing all these wacky things, including sticking her neck on the line and getting credit cards and getting credit and she even had this download to make a documentary. So a filming crew was there this weekend and there was all these incredible people from Misa Hopkins to Jacob Lieberman, Amisa, Larry Dossie. Oh, there was so many incredible luminaries. Barbara Dossi, his wife, was there. George and Sedina Capanelli. All of these incredible beings. And it was just such this day. And there were so many moments where I just, I manifested. I had this cold from my kids. And I say from my kids, but I believe that we, we manifest everything from our thoughts. And... Uh, there was moments where things would hit home and I would get so uncomfortable with, oh my gosh, reflecting on myself and trying to better understand myself. And my head began to just throb, just book, 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 book. And I felt these tremendous, these tremendous triggers knowing that, oh my gosh, wow. When something was completely real and authentic, it was these utter feelings of Bah, ecstasy. It was all around such an freaking incredible, incredible experience to be a part of. And if I didn't allow myself to go, right, because it's not comfortable to do things like that, right? If I didn't allow myself to go and be uncomfortable and do things, and I even got to meet with all of the presenters the night before. Stephanie was so lovely. She called us her soul tribe, me and my sister, Jenny Hay, and my brother-in-law, Kip, and another spiritual soul sister, Cindy, all were her cheerleaders, and we were there for her being her, her support, and it was so incredible to just to see her sparkle and shine, and oh, it was such this incredible gift, my friends. Coming to you, as I've just exploded with all of this joy and all of these feelings, Allowing yourself to, let's take a comfortable seat and just settle in, whether if you're driving or if you're in a space where you can get comfortable, we are gonna get a little bit comfortable here. So just allow yourself to settle in. If you are driving, please keep alert. wide in the gaze by expanding to that peripheral vision and seeing from the back of your head and seeing all around you, what is above you, below you, from the right to the left, all 360 feet around you. Actually, don't really turn your head in a circle if you're driving, because hello, safety first. And if you are not driving, find a comfortable seat, whether it's a crisscross applesauce, the, your sukhasana, that easy pose, or if it's sitting in a hero's pose, or maybe you're feeling like you would like to give some gratitude and you can take big toes kissing big toes you can open those knees up wide and hinge that heart and melt towards the earth and you can let the arms lay long for a devotional pose or you can gently tuck the arms behind you for a child pose or if you can my friends you can lay with your back flat on the earth you don't need a yoga mat for this practice and you can allow your arms and legs to just lay open in a shavasana in a pose of surrender allowing yourself to settle here to feel supported by the earth, and breathing in a breath that radiates up the soles of the feet, traveling all the way up through the knees and the hips and the abdomen up to the heart center, and exhaling, decompressing, allowing comfort to wrap around your body like a warm, loving blanket of breath here. And allowing the shoulders to gently drop and melt away from the ears, bringing that breath, allowing it to wrap around the comfort of the space where you are and allowing that to go and gently allowing the palms to face upwards and allowing yourself To envision this cool space of darkness. To the cool, calm space of darkness. To the space where maybe in the past you have tensed up. Or fear has culminated around darkness. And with the palms of the hands up. Almost creating this invisible space to hold for yourself. As you allow yourself to settle here. And allowing any feelings, thoughts, or underlying emotions or past pains to swirl around in this space. Maybe allowing any fears, any overwhelm to hold space here in this dark space, this safe space for you to hold space for you. Allowing yourself with your body comfortably on the earth to allow all of the discomfort, the dis-ease, all of the toil and trouble within, allowing it to swirl around this space between your hands, this space around you, within you, and all about you, and allowing just to be open, breathing that breath all the way down low into the sit bones, and letting it go as we hold space here for these fears hold space for the darkness around us we allow ourselves to expand to feel a little lighter or to allow the heaviness to be and inside of your heart thinking of something that makes you feel so much unconditional love and gratitude in your heart it could be a person it could be an animal it could be a place or an experience and allowing a vision of this person this space this animal allowing that to come to you or allowing the feelings of how you felt So loved and so supported by this being, by this experience. And allowing that with the vibrations of the body to gently grow, to gently grow out from the heart center, gently growing around the body. Allowing that love and that gratitude to fill up that space, that empty space within you, that dark space within you allowing unconditional love to be the driving force and allowing that love to wrap around the fears and overwhelm any anxiety or depression or stress any feelings that you may be experiencing bringing gratitude and allowing the vibration of love unconditional love and gratitude to swirl around This empty, dark space. Or maybe it's a full space. And allowing that vibration to pulse through the fears. To pulse through the worries. To pulse through the incessant chatter of the inner critic. Settling into your being. And just gently as if you were taking a step back or you were gliding behind you or being sucked behind you and allowing yourself to just observe you sitting here, laying, driving in your pose of surrender or just noticing yourself and just seeing you for who you are. Just noticing without any judgments. And as you just can see, as you are the seer, and noticing this part of yourself, this other part of yourself, that you do have this separate part that can detach, and that can be the seer. And just gently noticing, and floating back into that body, back into that space where unconditional love and gratitude exists and floating back into the space and coming into this body and gently feeling the caress of air on your skin feeling the weight of your body where you are laying or sitting feeling the brush of the clothing on your skin and gently tapping the thumb to the pointer finger and maybe tapping to each individual finger to the thumb thumb to middle thumb to index thumb to pinky wiggling at the toes wiggling at the hips and the sit bones breathing in a big breath that roots you into your heart and letting that go And now breathing yourself back into your body with a big breath. And breathing down into your toes. And allowing yourself to fully emerge yourself here in this moment as you breathe yourself low into those sit bones. And breathing into your body. Coming back into this physical form. One more breath. Breathing in through the crown of the head, down the throat, radiating through the heart into the body and gently batting the eyelashes open, taking a breath, swallowing, feeling the saliva on your tongue, gently licking the lips and blinking yourself back here. Oh, Wasn't that so good? I love that. That was inspired from Misa Hopkins from her holding meditation in my own creative way. And now here we are, open-hearted, clear-spaced, holding space for myself. And touching back to how can we grow when we are so uncomfortable with situations? And whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, I have always deeply resonated with being an introvert. And after this weekend... And being a part of this summit, this day of personal growth, I had this huge epiphany. And this actually was also inspired from Tony Robbins and this question that he asks people. And it's, who did you crave love for as a child? So who was it? It's so funny. At first, I thought it was my dad. But then when I really dig deep, it was my mom. And then the next question was, who did you have to be? For them to approve you and accept of you and to me I had to be invisible and it there was this moment I was sitting there the lights were shining I was in the second row and I I teared up inside and I just felt this like thunk in my heart and I thought I had to be invisible I was this shy sweet little girl I was this little toe head with freckles my hair was always pretty short and I was one of five girls. I have three brothers, too, that I didn't grow up with for forever, for many years. So it was mostly me and my sisters. And I became invisible. And I just became this quiet being. And my way of life was to hide and to not let people know that I was there. And it made me extremely sad in that moment. And then I got really uncomfortable sitting there. I'm sitting here. I'm listening to all these freaking incredible, inspiring people. And I was having this self-revelation. And in that moment, you guys, it was like this light turned on. My spark ignited. This whole weekend was about igniting your best life and and these sparks of life within us. And I noticed that that was part of my journey, that I was this shy little girl And a huge step for me was stopping doing hair. I did hair, I was in the beauty industry for 14 years and I was really comfortable with that and I was so good. I was a master stylist. I was charging $250 for a color and a cut for a three hour session with a client at the end of my career and I was so comfortable. I could mix color and apply color with my eyes closed. I could give the best haircuts, I was so good. But I had this little voice. It was like this little, my inner voice. It wasn't the inner critic, it was my inner divine talking. My inner goddess that was summoning me, that I was finally awake to listen. And this voice was saying, It's time. It's time to help people working on the outside and what they look like to working on the inside. And this opportunity for my yoga teacher training came. And I just was like, oh my gosh, I want to do that so bad. But there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. My husband just started a new company. We have three kids. We need my income. No, I shut it down right away. And my incredible friend, Stephanie, and even my other sisters so supported me. And I remember having coffee with my lovely soul sister. We were out at the Old Town Square It was this lovely hot summer day. The sun was shining. We had just went to Happy Lucky's, this local tea shop, and we had gotten a matcha latte. And you guys, I'm not kidding. We were there. I thought it was 20 minutes. Oh, it was like two and a half, almost three hours. I was like, blink, where are you at? You are, there is no time. There's no space. There's no reality. Your only reality is this zone that you are in with your friend. And she was sitting there and I was just telling her about all of this. And she's, she is my, uh, she's just, she's always this positive light in my life. And she's always real with me. And no matter what happens, we are authentically authentic with each other. Even if it, even if sometimes it's shitty, because sometimes we're people and we, we F up big time and, and that's okay. And we just have to, we just embrace that. And I remember sitting there telling her all my woes about wanting to go to yoga teacher training and it was coming up in two months and I wanted to do it, but I just knew I couldn't and I knew my husband wouldn't support me. And Stephanie looked me in my eyes with her beautiful sparkly eyes and just said, Shelly, you get to choose what you do. You're choosing to shut yourself off to all of this. You can choose to say yes. You can do it if that's what you want to. If your heart is in it, you can do it. Maybe those weren't her exact words, but she was so supportive. Wow. Yeah, I can. I can do it. So I did it. I did it. And it was so uncomfortable. And I walked into that first day of my yoga teacher training to a room of 24 strangers with all of the teachers. And I was shaking. I had to talk myself into getting ready and leaving my house. I had to talk myself into getting into the car. I had to talk myself into walking up the stairs to go to the yoga studio. I was so uncomfortable. My manifestation of discomfort is my throat closing and my heart shutting down. But I did it and I took breaths and I sat there and we sat in this massive large circle. And we sat in this circle and it was just sharing why are you here? What, why, what is your journey? And I was so worried about, and it reminded me of my childhood. And I was so worried about that little girl who told, who forever was my programming to be quiet and shy, and that she couldn't speak up. And I used to do this in school, and I would count, like, remember when we would read the chapter books, and you'd be like, okay, so I'm going to be number 10, I'm going to be on the 10th paragraph. And The other kid was reading and I'd go to the 10th one and I would read it to myself over and over to make sure I knew the words and I knew how to read it. And I kept thinking when the people were talking and I would in and out chime in, I would listen to what the person was saying if I was really, really into it. And then I would fall into myself and go, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? And I would come up with a story of why, what was my journey? And then I would panic and my heart would increase and they're just somehow, there came this moment where I decided to stop doing that and I decided to be present and I decided to take that step back like we did in our meditation, take that step back into the light and just look at myself and say, it's okay. It's okay. You speak from your heart. Listen to these people. And I listened and I cried. Oh my gosh, so many touching stories. I, could, I can't even tell you. I can't even start just... All of these incredible people in their journey and how they were here. And I don't even know what I said, but it was from my heart and it was beautiful. And I teared up, and I know my face was red as an apple, red as a tomato, and red orange. And I was so uncomfortable. And then I had this sigh of relief when it was the next person's turn. And I was so uncomfortable, and that seriously continued. My entire yoga teacher training. There were moments where I was getting comfortable towards the end, but the whole time, you guys, I was pushing myself to be, I would say pushing, but I was more of like it was this push pull guiding myself. And now here I am. It's almost two years since I have my yoga teacher training, and as uncomfortable as that was, and as uncomfortable as every single time I had to step my feet on my turmeric recycled vegetable yoga mat to teach a class full of yogis and these incredible teachers who I was so just wrapped up around if I was gonna be right or wrong or do the right moves and I planned and I, I journaled and I wrote my class plans over and over and I had to learn how to put down my I had to learn how to put down my journal. And when I put down my journal and I led from my heart it was, it was okay. And I got more comfortable with being uncomfortable by doing that. So my friends, I will ask you to just to notice what areas of your life are you so comfortable with. Is it your relationships? And I'm not saying that that's bad. If you're really comfortable in your relationship, this can be a good thing. Or is it your career? Is it your finances? What is it in your life? What is it that you feel like you could use some growth? Hmm. What is it? Where is it? Is it your spiritual practice? Is it your, your health and your well being? Are you a binge eater? Are you a intermittent faster? Are you a, I don't care. I see it and I like seafood. I see it and I eat it kind of person. Are you a I don't move my body because I feel lazy or I don't feel healthy enough to do things. When we can get comfortable with being uncomfortable and doing uncomfortable things, even if it's taking a walk after work, even if it's cold out, it's snowing today and bundling up, or if it is trying that first yoga class, maybe even I have a yoga bliss with Shelly channel on YouTube, if it's trying a home practice or yoga with Adrienne. I love yoga with Adrienne. She is so wonderful. Or if it's going to the gym, taking that spin class, taking that CrossFit class or going and lifting weights with a friend, even if your perception of yourself is I'm weak and I can't do this. I'm not strong enough. Knowing that growth is at the edge of discomfort We will never grow or change in areas of our life where we stay stagnant. And if we can make it a daily practice to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, we can grow so much. And even if that is just taking those few minutes in the morning for self-care, those few minutes to connect with that divine loving spirit, that light within you that connects you to the entire universe, to all beings. And maybe, maybe you don't have a spiritual practice, or maybe, maybe you are not on a spiritual path. And I, I heard at this lovely summit this weekend from Jacob Lieberman. Actually, I think I read it in his book that he autographed and gifted me, friends, Wisdom from an Empty Mind. It is a book by Jacob Lieberman with his son, Eric Lieberman. And he talks about being a spiritual being or having a spiritual practice or being a day-to-day, moment-by-moment person is the same thing. Let me reiterate that. So whether you are a spiritual person or not, because I used to not at all resonate at all with saying that I was a spiritual person or a religious person, it just rubbed me the wrong way. But Jacob shares and enlightens this Piece that if you can be a day-to-day, moment-by-moment person, so if we can show up in the now, in every moment of our life, it is the same as being on a spiritual path because that is what life is all about. It's just showing up in each moment of our life. And Jacob shares in his other book that I have read that is incredible, luminous life, how life is constantly looking for us. And we have this perception that our eyes are like these two binoculars these two lenses on our body but seeing you guys true seeing is outside of us think of when you're dreaming at nighttime. do you have visions can you see in your dreams yes we have dreams where does that come from that's that inner knowingness that's that inner self and knowing that life is looking for us that light is life light is illuminating everything. And if we can stop ignoring the mundane things like stepping over the pile of laundry is a small thing or ignoring the person next to you, if we can know that life is looking for us and that life is giving us a moment by moment rundown to lead us onto our authentic path. And even if that means doing things that are uncomfortable, like lifting your head up in the grocery store and smiling and saying hi to one person, to each one, teach one. Inside of this weekend, there was uh, was Stephan A. Schwartz. And I didn't know much about him. My friend Stephanie is hardcore into Stephanie A. Schwartz. He's so freaking amazing. He shares all of these tangible, real scientific studies on how consciousness affects and impacts the planet. And he was saying how if we can use practices and in conscious situations or things like you know that gratitude or maybe you don't, do you know that gratitude is the highest vibration feeling thought and that it can lift you up out of the dark mucky waters of life. So knowing that if you can teach people, hey, I see that you're having a bad day today. Do you know that if you can journal 10 things that you're grateful for today or even five things you are grateful for, it can help you so much. And if you can tap in to what that feels like to be grateful, it can help you. And if you can even simply teach 10 people by not even teaching them, just sharing them or educating them, that you can be a better person with gratitude. I wake up every morning, me, Shelly Bond, as a person, I wake up And I have programmed, I've rewired my subconscious mind. And actually, did you know that gratitude is a way to rewire your brain and rewire your old programming? All of us, you guys, we are all programmed by the collective consciousness. This is huge. Most of our thoughts are thoughts that aren't even ours. They were here from generations and generations from people of the past, present and future. If we can do small practices like being grateful, we can go in, envision these wires. My husband's a master electrician. Rewire, run those wires through the walls. We can actually pull the old disgusting wires out and we can hire someone, which is us, and put new fresh copper wires lined with whatever white casing or green or whatever casing uh, resonates with you. And we can rewire our brain with gratitude. So I am challenging you today to each one, teach one. Share that with someone or share something that is personal growth building up with one person today and do it for the next 10 days. And if you are feeling like a little lightning butterfly, challenge yourself to do 10 people in one day. I know that sounds like kind of a lot, three people in one day. Tell three people about gratitude, Rewiring your brain. That is huge. If each one of us can teach one of us, we can collectively raise this consciousness of the planet. Imagine if all of our children, if you are a parent, a grandparent, a teacher in a child's life, if you knew that waking up with gratitude could set the tone for your whole day, would you do it? Because guess what? It does if you can rise with gratitude. So I wake up every morning and it is a subconscious. It is now a thought that is in my mind because for 45 days straight, I listened to Louise Hay's morning meditation. And you can get on YouTube and you can listen to that for yourself. Or I actually created one on my Yoga Bliss with Shelly vlog on YouTube. And I made my voice. It was so fun. Louise Hay passed away and I was just feeling so connected to her. And I I made and I use her words and my words and splice them together. And I felt so connected. So if you can use a practice and even if it's listening to somebody else's voice with gratitude affirmations or gratitude declarations, and I've recently learned this, that affirmations are powerful, which we've learned from Louise Hay, my biggest mentor of life. When we can touch our heart or touch our head and declare something I am grateful for, touch your heart, my bed, closing your eyes and feeling that. I am grateful for running water. When we can be grateful, we can grow exponentially. And hello, how comforting is that? It's so comforting. And knowing that there are times that it's okay to be comfortable, that it's good to be comfortable and cozy. And knowing that all major breakdowns lead to breakthroughs and I can attest to this huge breakdowns in my life moments where I've hit rock bottom in my relationship with my husband in my relationship with myself I've learned to grow from that and better understand who I am and why I'm here on this planet which is this my friends my dharma Sanskrit, for my life's purpose, is this, here sharing with you, helping you awaken and heal and transform your life, just how I have done mine. It's such a gift. Today, allowing yourself to step in to the discomfort, to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and allowing yourself to notice your feelings around discomfort, Where are you feeling it? Is it in your head? Is it in your heart? Is it in your solar plexus? When you're feeling that, stop right there so we're not trapping these in our energy centers. Put your hands, bringing your awareness to that space. So say you get a stomach ache every time you have to talk to someone new. Put your hand on your stomach and declare to yourself that this is okay. This is for my highest good, my friends. And making things a daily practice. So rise with gratitude. Every morning, you can journal, declare hand on your heart, saying, "I." you could say three to five, I like to be a big challenger, 10 things that I am grateful for. And if you are up for a whirlwind of a life changer, I actually did with my same soul sister, 40 days of 40 things, people, places that I'm grateful for. And it's okay. Sometimes if you skip a day, just keep going. I just would put day one day two. And it sounds like so much. And at one point, it's like, how am I going to think of 40 things I'm grateful for? Just look around you. 40 things. And it rewires your brain. And again, I challenge you to each one, teach one. So you teach 10 people is our goal. If we can reach 10 people and those people can reach 10 people, those people 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. It's like this spider web of raising the collective consciousness of gratitude that we can rewire our brain with gratitude. So your goal is going to be to teach someone about gratitude. Teach yourself first, though, right? Because we have to put ourselves first. And knowing that all big breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. My friends, I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that the discomfort that I have felt creating this podcast has led me to actually creating it, being uncomfortable, got me here and is allowing me to share and is allowing me to free my words and to help people all over the world. And knowing that you too, my friends, whatever your dream is, whatever that thought that's been lingering in your mind, that thing that makes you feel so alive, but that thing that you say that you don't have time for, that you can allow yourself to bring that to life. What is it? What is it that you've always wanted to do, but you didn't do? I ask you, question yourself and step into the discomfort. It doesn't matter how big, how small, how gigantic the step, the tiptoe, the leap is, that we must take a step into the fear, take a step into the discomfort, and we will grow. I love you. I'm so grateful for you and you are such a beautiful, incredible soul and knowing that you are such a grateful light in this world and that every day you can choose to be your best self by authentically showing up in every single moment. I love you and head over to iTunes and leave Yoga Bliss with Shelly a five-star review. It means the world to me and allows me to share this show with people all over the world because that's what this is about is growing and sharing. I love you, my friends. I will see you back here. You will hear me back here next time. Nomnus Day, my lovely lights.